Hey, what's up, people? This is the Politics as Usual podcast, and I am TD Jakes. Today, we are discussing an array of topics ranging from the reopening of Ontario. We are in phase two. We'll be talking about the stuff we've seen, you know, what's going on around the city, how we feel about it, give you our take on that. You know, we got a couple other topics like the uh, monuments that are being torn down during the protests that we continue that we're continually seeing uh, throughout the uh, month, throughout the year, over the uh, recent killing of George Floyd. We're also going to talk about some West Coast stuff, some West Coast Nipsey Hustle. You know, we got that on deck as well. So stay tuned. This is the Politics as Usual podcast. TDs, you going to the club. That's all I'm worried about right now. The clubs is open. Is you jamming, man? Is no, it party I, time? I will not, <laughs> you will not find me in the clubs, baby. I'm not in the clubs this weekend because that's some... I, I'm just not really ready to be out there just yet. I feel like we just all decided that, yo, it's over. Let's go out. Nah. I'm, I'm in the crib still. Capo, is you hitting the club or not, man? I'm turning up. Boop, bottle. We going crazy. Movie. We try to go viral. You are wild. I'm, nah, I, nah, I am nah, not nah. going we, we, we ain't going. We ain't going. <laughs> I am not going anywhere. I think people that are just kind of, you know what I mean, going to the clubs, going to the patios, like, I understand the necessity to just kind of, you know, we're social creatures, but I think it's... I'm gonna let y'all, y'all. I, this is phase one for me. You guys go out there, and then phase two, I'll go back out there after. I just want to see what happens to y'all first, because I'm not jumping out there first. I'm, I'm sorry. not jumping out the window, although I did a little bit. Uh, you know, I was in Yorkdale uh, Friday. You already, you already jumped out the window. I already jumped out the window. I did, bro. Why did? I had a reason to be there though. I was returning some equipment from to uh, to Rogers Cable, Ooh. and I'm like. Because when, when they first called me on the phone, they're like, oh, Yorkdale is open. I'm like, Yorkdale is open. I wasn't paying attention much to the news and seeing what's open and what's not. Because this, this whole reopening face thing is kind of weird. Like, some things are reopened and some, some things, things are, not. are not. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I went in there and I'm like, I could have swore the mall was open all this time. Because it was packed with people walking around, chilling. Some people had on masks. Some people didn't. And I'm like. So would you say the majority had masks on or the majority did not majority have? majority did not have on a mask. Risky. Mm, remember risky. how? Remember how? Like before, now, like everybody here was masked up, looking mm. like some hazmat suit shit, like the yeah. glove and the mask and the face shield. Yeah, ain't none of that shit happening now. I'm like, oh, I guess the virus is over. Oh wow. The math I'm doing right now is we're in the studio with TD now, and he was just in a. I'm joking to him. I avoided all contact. All you know, I was in and out like a robbery. I wasn't even. You know, wasn't even trying to socialize. Well, you, you know, that's a, <laughs> here's the crazy thing about this whole social distancing thing. Yeah. You can't in a metropolitan city of two point, what, Toronto's 2.8 million. You can't. It's hard. Where, where, where can you go right and now. not? Yeah. This, that's yeah. our population. We're well on our way to three. Where can we go and avoid a large crowd? Where, where, where can you go? To, like, it's just not realistic. It's not right. at all. It's not realistic at all. You got to get groceries. You got to get gas. You got to, like, every, like, Unless you live in like a remote, there's no such thing as a remote part of a metropolitan city. It doesn't make any sense even saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It's very hard to pull that off, boy. So, so what is it? Phase three that everybody's ready to go outside. That's the thing. I don't even know what phase three is. And what's weird to me is we're still under. What's phase of, two? <laughs> I don't even know. Well, what's it's it's like, unclear. It's very unclear. Like I'm sure. That, of course, there's the things that they tell us, but like I don't know every single thing that's. On the list of phase two, you know what I but mean? But we're still under, like, a state of emergency or something like that. I but they're opening that. malls and stuff. I, yeah, and malls are open, patios are open. 
Which is another C- crazy cl- thing. Clubs, maybe even two. So then what's the, like, is it like, is it like 50% capacity or is it like I don't think so. Capacity? I think they still have to enforce the, the six social, feet, distancing social distancing inside rule. In a club. Exactly. Hold on. Wow. Hold on. It makes no <laughs> sense, bro. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. I don't at even all. know where to start with that one. That, that <laughs> just sounds crazy to me. So clubs are open, but they expect you to go into the club and social distance. Wow, patio. And these are the people running this. You know what? Let me just think about let this. Let me relax. Though. Let me relax. So you go out to eat, right? Yeah. You're in the patio. Okay. Your waitress brings you your food okay. with a mask on. <laughs> Were they cooking in the back with a mask? Do you check? Mm. You know, what I'm like, none of this but, makes any. But, mm. but even prior to that, when you're cooking in the back, it was always a mystery. Exactly. Whatever we got on our plate, every, I don't know if my whatever chef, happened happened. Yeah. Like think about this: how many times you've gotten food and something messed up happened to it in the back, and you just ate it? You had no idea. Had and no it's food. happened for sure. It's happened a lot, a lot of times. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some food might have dropped on the ground, and a man threw it back on the plate. Jeez, and you may have eaten that. You possibly may have, but like I just don't understand how that makes sense. Like. None of this stuff makes any sense. When you really look at it, and I get it. They're trying to, you know, reduce infection rates, and infection rates have gone down. So, like, okay, well, we can't suffer the economy because it's a strain on jobs, and it's summer. I get all that. But the nonsense in it where, like, you have to go to a bar or you go to a patio and the waitress has a mask on because I was driving by some, like, some streets, and I saw the ba- the patios are out, but the yeah. waitress has on a full mask. And I'm like, <laughs> this makes no sense, bro. It doesn't make any freaking sense at all. I feel like a lot of those things, it's all about the the social element. Like, the fact that that's not there, it's kind of like it takes away from it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know how many times people have been on patios and, like, you start a conversation with another table or, you know what I mean? All the time. All You know, that happens all the time. Like, there's none of that. It's just you're going and you're eating. I'd rather eat at home. Mm-hmm. I'd rather meet up with whoever and just eat, eat at home. Like, I'm, you meet up with your family, you eat there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't you. feel like it's necessary for me to go sit on a patio right now. I'm in no rush, man. I can wait. I'm just waiting to see the numbers. Like, Florida. Everybody was running out to the beaches. It was beautiful. And then spike. 5,000 in, like, one day. Yeah, America's feeling that right now. Their, their infection rates are going back up. Like, it's crazy, man. Even other, not just America, other parts of the world, too, that are reopening. They're trying to reopen. It's like, oh, my numbers are going up, you know? How do you feel about this whole virus thing? Looking back at it from where we started to mm-hmm. now, like, I feel like... I'm still a bit confused in terms of how exactly you were um, exposed to it. How exactly? No, they they're still unsure themselves on how you get COVID. So it's like I don't know what I'm supposed to do to keep myself, other than the washing my hands and I mean basic hygiene shit. I, you know, it's funny. I like to see the comedy and everything, and I just remember like when it was first hitting. And the mass panic, everybody running for toilet paper. Like idiots. Everybody was acting crazy. Like, like I haven't even ran through the toilet paper I bought at the beginning of COVID-19 <laughs> yet. You know what I mean? That mm. whole thing was crazy. Like, just remember the panic. Like, like, how did you feel at the beginning of this? Like, were you nervous? Were you genuinely nervous? Like, yo, what's going on at Coppa? Were you gen- Like, how did you guys feel? Yeah. Yeah. Like, were you guys like, whoa, like, this might be it, guys. Mm -hmm. This might be it. Was it one of those or was it more of like, we'll make it through. Mankind always does. 
we always pull through. How did you feel about that? At first, I thought they were really, like, exaggerating. I'm like, yo, they're worried about nothing. It's kind of hypochondriac type of behavior. Like, oh, like, it's coming. And at first, I didn't take it serious. I thought it was... I didn't want to believe it at first. Okay. I just didn't... I just didn't so you're in it. denial. I was in denial. I'll admit that. And then afterwards, I'm like, nah, nah, there's some truth to this. They, they're not going to really, like... But but see, I don't want to peel back the whole layers of what I've heard because that's a whole other episode will take us down the road somewhere else. But if you're going there, go there. Nah, I'm not saying anything over here. Gop, I've, been gop, real, I've been real quiet. Gop, gop, talk to gop, me. Gop, 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 talk to here. me. What's going hey, how on? You feel? I don't know, man. I think I think it's real. And even like when it first hit, there was panic, initial panic. But it was more so like to protect my family type of element. Just in case. Barricading the Walmart. Yeah. Man. That's what he told me. Yeah. Yeah. I told him. <laughs> we take it over the Walmart. All the necessities is in the Walmart. We running up in the Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> well, if, 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 if everything crashes, the world is about to end. I'm running into a Costco or a Walmart. If you're either, either with me or you're not. <laughs> TD, are you with me? <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I'm I need to know that now, TD. I'm running it with you. I'm in the car. Okay, okay. With you. You're just going to get that message. To get to the wall. Hey, conveniently, we have a Costco up the street, so I'll be, I'll be there with you. I'm jumping oh, over. Hey. I'm, I'm freaking Usain Bolt. Hurdle, jumping off. Of, hey, Mike, get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Mad Max with the machete, oh, and yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm running in there, man. Mad Hell Max. That, <laughs> that is hilarious. Mad <laughs> Max, that's a hilarious <laughs> reference right there. Like, but have you seen the, the photos and the videos? Videos of the clubs and the bars and yeah, the like in Toronto, yeah. Mm. Like, is it lit? Is it a lituation? I just, I feel come people, on, talk to I me. I feel like people are what desperate, my guy. I don't really feel like it's 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 not that it's not that like yo like. So are girls dancing with guys? So I don't know. What's like? I don't. What's going on? Are we just? Is this like back in the days where the guys stand on one side of the wall and the girls stand? Like, remember when you I mean, that was happening. Like, like, like jams. <laughs> Those jams, the basement jams. Like the like elementary. That was happening before COVID, but okay. <laughs> Yo. Hold on, TV. You just tapped into something deep right there. That's Yo. a fact. That was happening before That's that. That's a fact. A lot of dudes go to the club and you guys are just watching. Other just dudes watching dudes. Angry. Angry, man. too, why man. You, why are you mad, B? Like mad girls? Just dude, beautiful you. women and you're angry at me. That always yeah. threw me off. And when you approach a girl, they're funny stock because they're not, they used to do just watching them pass by and not saying nothing. These dudes ain't got no kind of like... And then they're mad even when you do that. Like, you can't win. You're not winning out here. If you're there, then you're not doing nothing. They still looking at you mad. You start doing something, they're even more yeah. mad. It's, I don't know. See, I would see. I would want to do some infield investigation, some infield journalism to go in the field. Live in the field right now. I'm in the club, bro. Report. I'm going to send you guys voice notes in the group chat. I'm in the club giving you my, my, Man, um, my take on what's happening. podcast is in a bubble. After, <laughs> after that. I'll have to call Quarantine. Quarantine. Exactly. That's what I'm like. Yo, I don't want to. See, if I go out there, I'm like, I have to, I have to call in my, my sessions. Yeah, yeah. He's on the phone right now. Hold on. Line one. You know? Shout out to TD for going into the field for us. For real. Field for investigation. Real. Extreme. But now, I don't journalism exactly that <laughs> Ross <feel> Kemp like <laughs> 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 yo shout to Ross Kemp yo Ross Kemp yo. yo one day we gotta get Ross Kemp on the podcast cause he's been to some of the yo, crazy OG. Ross if Kemp you guys is, yeah, do man, not OG. know Ross Kemp there is one there's one clip I don't know if he's in like the jungles of Brazil or somewhere in Africa and these guys <laughs> Literally, like, so he goes for the interview, and then they test him to see if, like, he's like, if it's genuine, like, if he's police or whatever it may yeah. be. So, like, they give him like this thing, like this little drug in the beginning to take. He takes it, 
Then they give him something else, he takes that. And then they just lift their guns up and start pointing at him, tell him to go down, go down. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, mind you, he has a drink in his hand. This is one of the great. This is one of the greatest clips I have ever I seen that. in my life. <laughs> he has the drink in his hand. He is not even facing. Like, you guys gonna rob me? You gonna rob me? You gonna do this right now? Right now? You know, he's like, you gonna kill me? You gonna kill me? Grabbing the barrel of the gun, like you're gonna kill me? You're gonna kill me? You're not gonna kill me. He looks the guy dead in his face and says, "You're not gonna kill me." They all start laughing and saying he has a lot of courage. Yeah. <laughs> That's when, it, man, you guys gotta search that clip. Ross Kemp when he's held at gunpoint. That's a classic. Extreme journalism at its finest. I'm in sorry, that's a, that's a yeah. side note. I had to throw that one out there. That <laughs> clip is crazy. He's in the field for sure. Nah, yeah. nah. Ross Kemp is that dude. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not in a rush to be back in the uh, clubs. TD reporting back to the Politics is Live podcast from the club. <laughs> Turned up. I know. I know what's going down. I know. <laughs> I heard there's like. Um, now they're having it where it's if you're gonna be in the club, you have to get bottles. You have to get bottles. <laughs> That's a finesse. You so even like to. just there's the, like a two bottle minimum. True story. I don't, two I, bottle minimum. I noticed because some some friends of mine went out this weekend. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I have one question. How, how much? How much for those two bottles? Um. So two fifty per bottle. So it's a five hundred dollar minimum. So everybody in the club's walking around with two bottles. I don't know. Sounds like some capri, but I don't know, fam. Because remember, they have to limit the amount of people they're holding now, so they have to make the money somewhere. Do you mind saying which club it was? Um, I don't remember. I would okay. if I did remember. I actually don't remember. That, that is crazy. Down on King Street. Shout out to King Street. For <laughs> real. King Street. Peter Street. Oh, Peter Street. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think Peter Street is popping like it used to be, though, back we're, then. We're, we're yeah, no. We don't go to the club anymore. I don't either. I don't <laughs> that's what we're talking about. The yeah, old no, days. The old okay, days, man. Old we're giving the throwbacks. Old we don't even I'm do like, the clubs. Peter Street ain't popping like that, though. No. Clubs be treacherous. When I first came to Toronto, Richmond Street was popping. Richmond, yeah. You go to Richmond to get the good clubs. That's a fact. You go to Richmond Street, and that's like all the spots are there. I don't want to give a free shout out to the club, but yeah, that, yeah, that we ain't give, we ain't giving no free promo yeah, or nothing. Like those are not they're not around any, anymore either. But, but I still am not doing that. Yeah, still, I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. Those are some throwbacks. Well, leave that. Yeah, one yeah, alone. yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> but but how y'all been coping with the whole like phase two? How you how y'all been handling the same way I handled phase one, same way I handled the mass panic, just Joe Cool. But how do you get your groceries and the other stuff, your other essentials? I go early in the morning. I'm there with the old folk. <laughs> See, it's like me and like two of them. I'm there early. Lined up waiting. Waiting. I'm in there and it's like maybe two, three of us in the whole grocery. Like, that's, mm-hmm. really, that's actually smart though. Mm-hmm. It's Shelves the best way to do are stocked. Because yeah. if there's a, a risk of you catching it and stuff, it'd be with more people, right? Mm-hmm. So better to go early. And it's been, it's been good for me. You know what I mean? I go to the health, health and food store, get my little, you know, black seed oil and, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, ginger tea every morning and all you know i'm cooling i'm focused doing research you know so are you waiting when will you be comfortable going back out and like patio and like that kind of going out to chill and eat and kick it when will you be comfortable with that when your own internal instinct when when you feel that way internally or based on what you're hearing on the media and stuff you see td i'm a person that likes to learn from other people's mistakes not my own so i'm gonna just watch Mm. And if there's just some, if if this phase two is really that, you know, because I'm not scared to go outside. Right. I go outside, like it's nothing, but it's like to be in like a 
a, a heavy social situation where there's like a mass amounts of people around me, it, it's not really happening right now. If I have if I have control of it, it's not gonna happen. I'm sorry, it's just it's not gonna happen. What about you, Capo? Is that the early morning, John? Are you middle of the day? What's going no, on? I'm, I'll be outside earlier. No, I'm not gonna go outside early in terms of exposure back into this whole phase two thing. I'm not. I'm not into the whole. So no patio vibes. No, I don't even like people like that. Really, understandable. (laughs) Understandable. Understandable. But you know what it's taught me though. This whole pandemic, it showed me how much uh, we really socialize. Think about it. How how your daily life is revolving around other people and like being in the same shared space. With others, like what are you at work? What do you, whatever, whatever you do at some point in, in in time, you're around more than five or six people at a time. You know, it shows. It just shows me that, like, fa- like even family gatherings, like even like get-togethers, like yo, you go to your homie's crib, yo, everybody link up. It's a bunch of people there. You know, what I'm saying you're always mm-hmm. your life somewhat revolves around being around other people. And that's why I said earlier, we're social creatures. We mm-hmm. can't live without social interaction. It's facts. Like, you'll even see people that, like, live out in the boonies by themselves. What do they have? They have a dog. You, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, Social yeah. interaction is just something we just need. Humans just need that. You know what I mean? No matter who you are, you need it in some shape or form. Some more than others. Some are dependent on it. I've seen it, in, I've seen it during this whole quarantine. You know what I mean? Now there was no clubs to post photos of every single weekend. It's like y'all got hella quiet. What, what happened? <laughs> Interesting, huh? It got but like it was TB, it was still back Thursday for a whole for four months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Consistent. Just mere All throwbacks, throwbacks. Baby pictures. The but the ones pictures. that kill me are the throwbacks where they're not even putting the throwback tag on it. They just acting like they subdued yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know you have a, a whole catalog of photos. It's, come on, it's women. I don't see people's family. I'm like, I didn't even know you had a family like that. <laughs> All these, yeah, I'm seeing family members. I'm like, yeah, running out of shit Yo. to post now. It, it got real. Crazy. There's no more touring. No, mm. there's no more, no more like, concerts. The whole entertainment industry was kind of put to a halt. Yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. Other than streaming and things like that, everything was put to a halt. There's no festivals. That's no, true. Nothing. You know what I mean? And a lot of people just had to really like look at themselves in the mirror every day. Now there's no distraction of work. There's mm-hmm. no distraction of going to the club and taking a bunch of photos. Even though you you hate your life, you hate your daily job that you're going to. Like, That's you should thought. not be going mm-hmm. to the club every weekend if on the Monday after turning up at the club, you're going to a job you don't like. Mm. Your priorities is messed up. You just blew a bag Man. the night before to go to a place to get more money to go blow a bag again. But when you're there, you don't even enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you're living for the weekend? That one's weekend the, warriors. I don't do the weekend. The I don't do the weekend <laughs> warriors. You're cutting the soul with that one. That's Come on, that's I don't real. Do, that's a real that's shit facts. ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like that weekend warrior vibe, man. Because that that's come on. You can't be living for the weekend. Mm. But out of the quarantine, though, we did see uh, like some kind of new um, people find innovative ways to like be entertained and to they. And they like want to entertain us with the versus battles. Like I kind of appreciate that. Like, but I find it funny, coming out of the quarantine. You, you know, you know what's funny to me that I found that quarantine made a lot of these celebrities that didn't really appreciate their fans 
somehow become so accessible to their fads now. You know what I mean? I'm doing videos. You can come on my live now. Or you want to rap on my live? You want an opportunity? Come rap on my live. Let me tell you, once we open back up, it's back to business. It's not happening. Everybody's going right back to what they do. It's just creatures of habit. It's going to go right back. People are going to start forgetting about this. all these months we were locked down and had to humble ourselves. And then the people that really locked in, you know what I mean, invested in your business or invested in yourself in some shape or form are going to be the ones coming out of this just laughing. Facts true. You know what I mean? So y'all got to lock in, man. We're about to get up out of this, but there's still time. Lock in. It's not mm-hmm. too late. <laughs> it's not too late. You don't got to do no more throwbacks. Talk about what's really going on. Keep it 100. TBT for Come on. Four months. Four months straight. And you Solid. know they got the catalog to do it for six to seven. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing for them to keep going. It's a joke. Yo, you know what's funny? And we're going to leave this topic in a minute, but everybody's <laughs> working out. I mean, it was always like that before. But no, 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 no. I'm seeing, no, I'm no. seeing ones. It wasn't like that before. The home gym working. Yo, I need weights. You got weights? Like everybody's trying to work out. Trying to work. I'm like, yo, what's this? Need? This is a whole other topic. I know, but bro, what's this need to stay social media? I could, I could like, what's this need to stay relevant and always in the public eye and always being seen doing something? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's this? Like, why do we always feel like yo? Even though like we could just take a take a break and chill like you social media influencers like the online like the the what do you call them what, so the public figures pub, public <laughs> a very oh, loose public the figures public figures you have to take a break and chill like it's oh, not it's gosh. not that like I seen throwbacks of my, my trip to Italy. Oh, jeez. Um, Come on. You put you're putting all the off-brand photos. Like, we've seen the original photos. It's cool the quote-unquote good photos? Oh, come on. It's, it's cool to say, yo, I'm home. I'm chilling. I'm Gucci. I'm good. Mm. Like, it's cool to say that. Yeah, I, I act like I can't say that. Like, why is nobody giving financial advice? I shouldn't say nobody. Why aren't the majority of them, like, talking about how to hustle through these times and... Instead of putting up all these scandalous photos still and all these big bands at the ear and it's like you're not preaching no hustle how to get the bag. You're just flashing the bag and you ain't even really getting the bag. We know you ain't really getting the bag. The majority of y'all ain't really getting the bag. Let's be real. Entertainment industry, that's based off of shows, festivals, live appearance, come on, all that type of stuff. Come on, come on. I know some sneaky ass slide dudes I'm about to expose right now. I know some dudes who told me, yo, this is the perfect time to slide the DMs because everybody's home. There's no excuses of a, I got work or I got, you ain't going nowhere. So I know some sneaky dudes who use that opportunity to be in some DMs trying to, you know, shoot some game. Because we talked about like the chicks throwing the, doing the throwback and stuff. I'm saying like how other people are doing on the, on, on social. I'm like, is that what you dudes think about? Like, yo, yo fam, now's the best time, dog. Because everybody's home. They ain't got nowhere to go. So I've been in some DMs like, yo, so what am I going to see? Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's crazy because you already know you already know when everything opens oh, back up you ain't getting that play oh you better take now the, the roster opened back up first she ain't even paid you no mind no more you was just the quarantine talk yeah that's it quarantine radio that's it. <laughs> it's just live just something to talk to talk to the masses that's all it really was it's an attention grab it's all good man but uh i'm gonna switch gears a little bit on this right quick um uh, we talk about. Um, I saw on Friday, um, Mr. 
President Trump, I can't call him Mr. President Trump signed in a, an executive order to protect the monuments in the United States. I guess because the the whole mm. protesting and stuff that's pulling going the on, statues down, pulling the statues down, right? So he signed an executive order saying that anyone found guilty, uh, this is federal law, it, anyone that found guilty of any kind of vandalism or you know pulling down of any kind of monuments, they could face up to ten years in prison. Cop, why I got this one? Cop, why I got this one? Why didn't they just put in a, a an action to just take down all of the statues that have anything to do with racism? That would have just literally taken care of all the issues. That's the only reason why people are even taking them taking them down. And if he claims to be supporting our people, you know what I mean? Wouldn't that be the just thing to do? Just take them all down. He should have put in a, a, a implement something to take them all down. Mm-hmm. You're just looking for more reasons to put people in in, in the penitentiary. That's crazy to me. Uh, to be honest, I agree with you, but like at the same time, I don't understand. Like I'm on two sides of this argument, and hear me out on this. Okay. I don't understand what I get the outrage. I understand the frustration. Like I said in the previous episodes that we talked about, but I mean, pulling down the statues really aren't doing anything. It's not really going to change anything. Leaving them there doesn't change anything either. I, I, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? I see what you I, I kind of see what he's saying, but it's the image of seeing a statue or a monument of someone that represented racism in such a strong manner getting brought down in front of you. I think that image itself is just so striking to the human body and yeah. almost like like when America brought down. Then they bring then they bring down. Was it America or was it the peep the villagers or whatever it was? They brought down the Saddam's. Um, yeah, that's an iconic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah, yeah. see. That image, that imagery will stay with you forever. That's the first thing that's that came to my mind. That's exactly why I think you can argue that that's hypocritical that America would protect their BS, bringing down those down somebody else's, you know. But uh, I feel like, to be honest, I don't think the president understands again, again, what you guys just said about like Mm -hmm. something being dedicated to a time where people were enslaved and and treated because of their, the color of their skin. Mm -hmm. He doesn't understand, yo, this symbolism reminds people of that. And it's people using this as fuel to perpetuate the same hate then Mm -hmm. and now, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Cause I guess those people like probably look at that statue like, yo, like these men fought for us and these men like gave their life and stuff like that. Cause these were Confederate soldiers and Mm -hmm. uh, Confederate Mm -hmm. people or or whatnot. Mm. See, like when you look at certain statues and look at where these monuments are placed. Once you decide to build a statue of someone, Mm. you're, you're, what what would you call that? That's a certain kind of accolade, wouldn't you say? A higher of esteem? To to bring down a... No, to build a statue of someone. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So... Then you're placing those same monuments at campuses and different parks and stuff like that. When you go to these same, when you go to these same parks now, mm-hmm. these parks are probably even tourist attractions and stuff like that, right? If you go to these same places, what are you gonna do? You take a photo of that. You're a black person taking a photo right in front of that damn statue. Not even knowing. Yeah, that's true. Not even knowing. Subliminal messaging. You don't even know when you're there celebrating it, but you don't even know that this guy, he's above you for real. He wasn't above you back then, too, in slavery times. You don't even know. You know, but I feel like this, though, like pulling out the statues is only like a small part of it, though. Like it's only a small part of the entire systemic um, racism. And Oh, yeah. You know, like. Very lighter issue. It's so, it's super light. Like it does nothing for, like it really does nothing for the people that are oppressed by it. Because, okay, you take down the statues, the people who were affected or 
um, what's the word? Like the people that felt the this person the effects of it, yeah. The, the effects of this person's ruling or whatever they did back in the days, they can't get re- they can't get retribution for that because they're mm-hmm. they're already set and gone. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if we take it down now, like there was a petition to change the street sign in uh, Toronto. Um, Dundas was Dundas. It? Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, they wanted to change that. I'm like, and I, in my head, <sighs> I heard it. I'm like. What is this gonna do though? Like I'm tired of the small little bits and pieces. Like what does that do for us? It doesn't do anything. That's, that's, that's nothing I for no one. I didn't know even prior to that. Like the, the whole Dundas thing, I didn't know prior to that. What I do know is that we're mistreated. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? What I do know is that when we get pulled over, there's a higher risk of things going wrong for us. What I do know is that when you go for a job and you're applying, it's not the same opportunities provided to people that look like how we look. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. I, come on. Sometimes we have the same credentials and we can't get through the door. That's true. But that's what I'm saying. Effect. I want that to change. I don't give a damn about changing the name of Dundas if I can't I get know. a business on Dundas. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, mm-hmm. Change it to what? To Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, and then I still can't get a business loan to be on Martin Luther King Boulevard. Like it doesn't make sense to me. It's like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't understand. Uh, I get. I get why the people are mad. I completely understand that. But we kind of got to be mad with reasons. Oh no, I I hear that. You know what I'm saying? Mad like, with mad with reasons. I, like like pretty much. Uh, method to madness. Yeah, exactly. Control yeah. chaos. Exactly. Whew. Come on. Method man. to madness. Control chaos. Come on, cop. I'm in my bag right now. I see what you're doing. Reno? That was a That was that that Jason, Jason kid, kid to VC. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I see you. I'm deep in my bag right now. Come on. I think it boils down to changing things on a systematic level, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that being done, we either have to have we ha- have people like arguing our case and stuff like that. But then we have certain other people that are, I think, also coming along and clinging on to our movements and yep. derailing us. Of course. I mean, the whole street was named after a guy named Henry Dundas. Um, mm. He was a politician that um, he delayed slavery, the abolishment of slavery, by 15 years. Damn. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> and I used to work on that street. Yeah. That's crazy. I worked on that street, too. See, you see what I'm talking about? That's, That's crazy. crazy. See what I'm saying? Like, if, if all these things, like, bro, there's, I don't even know who this street that we're on right now is named after. Who, like, I should do research on that, but, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, unless I need to. But I'm saying if you're going to change that street, you have to change. Due to everything. Every everything. street. Like, all other streets. Mm. You have to change the entire country, I guess. Like, mm. even, you know what I mean? Even the word Canada, it's like a native word. Like, you got to change it. You got to call it something else. Did they change Aunt Jemima? Uh, they are, yeah. And Uncle Ben, what about Uncle They're Ben? Changing Uncle I Uncle heard Uncle Ben, ben too. All those brands are getting like revamped and uh, you know, like new logos and shit. You know Cleveland from Family Guy. Was it, is it the Cleveland? actor? Yeah, yeah Cleveland. Yeah, you're right. Cleveland right. From Family Guy was played by a whack, uh, a whack. Oh my gosh, a white. Um, the voice of Cleveland. Yeah, voice actor. Yeah, I knew that. Pardon me, and he um, he stepped down, and they were saying that they're only gonna have people of color play people of color. You know it's bad to the point where that one didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't too. sound like a black person to me. I I just didn't get that from him. Like I thought the whole thing was the fact that he sounded kind of stereotypically white, whatever that means. Jeez. That's what I thought it was. I, but anyways, regardless of that, I just don't think these things don't really help. No, they're they're just, very small, like little deposits of token shit like here here here's something like just uh, to keep you quiet like, toss you a little bone yeah 
shut you up throwing you know? peanuts at an elephant yeah it's like yeah. a little it's it's and we gotta and us too all of us gotta stop settling for a little yep. hand down that's little, a big one right there uh here's a little you know like just we gotta we gotta stop doing that that's a big one we're way too forgiving yeah we gotta stop doing that for like like shout out to boozy boozy was calling out some like african-american folk that was um lining up for some gucci the other day he was mm-hmm. even though gucci don't even like y'all gucci hates y'all i just think it's crazy that we kind of have that mentality but then when it comes to supporting each other mm. it's like the biggest issue like we'll try and haggle you're not going into your to dior buying that a thousand dollar shirt go, leaning over to the cashier saying yo can, yo let me get that for 800 Mm-hmm. Let me get that for eight hundred dollars. But then you're gonna go into a black establishment and be like, "It costs thirty dollars for the t-shirt." You like, yo, let me get that for fifteen. Yep, mm-hmm. get that for twenty bucks. You and know? you're mm-hmm. probably tell somebody you paid the Dior price for with Dior. the Dior you're shirt proud. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're proud to say, "Yo, mm-hmm. you know how much I paid for this?" Yo, mm-hmm. you bugging that out. Like, but you're not proud, you're proud to, to support your own peoples that have their own brands. That's why we don't have staying power because when a black brand is out or a black brand comes out. We're like, eh, we try to, you know, do the whole get yep. a discount thing mm-hmm. you said. Yep. And also, we after a while, it's old. It's true. If mm-hmm. And that that's another thing that never made sense to me. If you're going to say you can't, oh, yo, what is this, 2000? Like it's FUBU, th- Carl Kanai. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, if you if you rock a Carl Kanai now, and Carl Kanai changed their style up. Cause Actually, are they making a comeback, Carl? Yeah, they have. Yeah, they're making they a are, comeback yeah. right now. But right? their shit's different now. It's not like baggy before. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that was the 90s. That was yeah. a different era. But mm-hmm. like now mm-hmm. this stuff's kind of more fitted, a little bit more tailored kind mm-hmm. of stuff. They're trying to, you know. Stay, reinvent themselves? Reinvent mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. But we to Dapper Dan, too. But if you see somebody, when somebody sees you in, in a car, can I, yo, where's this guy from, me, the 90s? But well, how come you don't keep that same energy with Levi? Levi's old as hell. Levi since the 1800s. Gucci was, a, why do you keep that same energy with other brands? Like, why is it that black brands get to be old, but other brands get to be vintage? And it's like, well, yeah, this is old, but it's like, this is high-end fashion, so I can rock this. How can we become high-end fashion if no one did, don't support us and keep us and give us, like, support so we can maintain our longevity? How do we become the high-end brand? Who becomes the Gucci of the blacks if nobody's messing with us? Hopefully Kanye and hopefully Virgil. We're, we're hoping those two brothers can bring it home. I, I'm just going to throw it out there. It's, it's on them right now. Because they're, the, they're yeah, the major ones yeah. in the fashion industry that's pushing. A, that's actually Shout true. Shout out to Ye. He just did that that 10-year deal with uh, Gap. They're doing a collaboration to bring out a whole bunch of new stuff. You yeah, know I hear about I mean? that. Yeah. Virgil been doing this thing with Off-White, putting a lot of pressure on that whole designer industry. So it's dope to see brothers do that. But I just don't want to be talking about only two of them. Mm, when I can, I, when I can keep naming other brands, there's a few under like under the under the radar right now. True, are, but I, 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 but I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Know like the poster, mm-hmm. like we should, I know what you're saying. You know, there should I mean? be more than yeah. Like if I just started going Gucci, Louis V, Dior, you know what I mean? I, Louis Vuitton. Like I could just keep going on and on and on and on and on. But what's your like, favorite black brand though? Like that you like? Of all, like it of doesn't matter all if, time. if they're still around or whatever. Like in a, whatever, it doesn't matter. That is a great question. My favorite black brand of all time. Couple, does anything come to mind? 
The worst thing is I just remember FUBU. I had this red and black. Is that the see-through, Joe? The, the, no. no it, the, sorry, not the see-through. The, the mesh the mesh jersey, the jersey one. Yeah. See-through. I'm bugging. Yeah. See-through. I'm bugging out like you think you no, no. get some genuine shit. No. I'm bugging out. My bad, Joe. My bad. I'm bugging no, out. No, no patent leather yeah, joints. No, 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 no. None of that over here. No, I'm no, bugging no. out. My no. bad, y'all. No, but you know the jersey, yeah, though. None of that genuine. I'm bugging. Yeah. It's the jersey, the mesh you know the jersey. jersey. You know the jersey. You know the jersey, yeah. Y'all lose if I see y'all one of y'all dudes with a genuine shirt with a baby hair. Oh, my. No, 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 no. Oh, man. I knew no. this was going down a bad. Oh man, nah, I knew man. we took a turn for the worse. I knew it. I knew it. I nah. just had to call it. Uh, that was a little fumble there. I so just had Fubu to correct would, that. So Fubu, you would say is your? Uh... I might say Fubu. That's, can you can you refresh my memory? Like, other is there than... Dada? What about Dada? <laughs> yeah. Can, can I say can I say a designer? Okay. I'd go Dapper Dan. Like just seeing what he did early, like early paid in full, where like yep. he he would take Gucci materials and after make his own exclusive jackets when and then Gucci ended up coming for him after the fact. They too late though, too late. They could have cashed in then. I know they could have cashed, cashed in, in then, then. and that Dapper Dan would have been. been a staple in Gucci. Of course, they slept on Dapper Dan for mm-hmm. twenty years. Mm-hmm. He he used to like they, get all Mike the high end brands fitted. slept on him. Oh man, like, LV, MCM, all those brands. MCM is black owned? Um, no, I'm sorry, it's not. But it's like oh, their oh. high end German brand. Got you. But back then he was doing like the MC. Remember the, remember the Martin? Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. M- yeah. Martin had on the MCM joints. Mm-hmm. Like that was mm-hmm. MCM wasn't making shit like that. Was Dapper Dan? Yeah, yeah. He would make his own custom joints. Just take the materials and then just tailor made suits. All type of wow. Yeah, stuff. I'm gonna check Dapper Dan out soon though. I need a piece. Oh, of course. That Dapper Dan got politics it. as usual. Jack up <laughs> with the Gucci. What? Ooh, come on. Flavor Fuego. Wait, wait, with the Gucci. No, no Gucci. No Gucci. Come on, man. Come on. Don't, don't jump do out the window. Just, come on. You can't do that. My bad. We're just I talking about Gucci. Talking way. to the people. We can't. <laughs> no, no Gucci. <laughs> that ain't Gucci, man. It's too soon. It's too soon. My fault. I take it back. It's all good. It's all good. Now, my favorite brand back in the day, though, was Sean John for sure. Because the velour joints. Ooh, he knows the velour suits. I had suits? a powder blue velour suit. He knows, he knows. True story, I was so hip hop. But had you didn't wear the pants, though. I had, I had the whole outfit. Oh, you had the full suit. I had the suit. full outfit. Oh, okay. I, I got a question to Timbo's or Air Force Ones? White oh. Air Force Ones. <laughs> over, the, over the Butter Browns? Nah. Over, yeah. the butter, over, uh, over the Butter Brown Tims? Yes. You say White Air Forces? For the summertime. If it, if it's, oh, powder, okay. it's powder blue though. Yeah, for the, for the powder blue one, powder go, blue? go with the with the with the oh, butter brown. You're, oh, you're talking about what you were wearing. Yeah, yeah. When I was rocking suit. that, my mm-hmm. first Sean John. Swear to God, yo, I was in high school. I begged my mama, dog. I had I saved up the other half because your know, one pants was like a hundred and twenty. And the top was yeah, sold remember. separately with mm-hmm. ninety dollars. Yeah, my mom's like, I'm not buying you this one outfit for all this money. I can mm-hmm. buy you six outfits. Mm-hmm. Mama, I swear to God, please. I right, look, I buy the most expensive part. You buy the cheaper part. B, we went. Boom, got the Sean John. Yo, I was feeling so fresh. I wore that suit out. That's yo. What, <laughs> that's, yeah, when, that's when that velour shit was popping. Yo, I had the white and white Air Forces. Lord. Mind you, I had the, the white the white headband. The headband. Yeah, I had on the Sean John yo. headband. Right? TD was going Ooh. crazy. I, I had the picture somewhere. I gotta find that damn picture, bro. But yo, Sean John was my shit. I hear that. That's fire. I hear that. Shoot, I I, I couldn't really there was an like Avrex, Pele Pele. Um, Those are black owned? I, see, I'm, that's why I didn't want to name them because I don't know who's really black owned. See, that's because my the, thing. Like, I don't know many. That's why I mentioned Carl Kanai. You know, I'm just going to say Carl Kanai. I'll go with that. Mm. I'll say Carl Kanai. I was, I, I was really rocked. I don't know about him. He made some flame stuff, so. Yeah. 
Car- Cross mm. Colors was a was a hot. Um, it's a black owned brand as well. Cross Colors was. Was that like a nineties vibe? That's like more nineties. Yeah, had they had like the, the colorful like the patches and the like you know that TLC. Okay. With the hat. Crisscross like, yeah, energy. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a swag then at that time. Got you. Got you. Got you. That's a throwback right that's a, there. Yo. That's a throwback. Definitely need to pull up on Dapper Dan, but need, need something else though. Not the Gucci print. Not the Gucci yeah, no print. Gucci. Nah, my bad about the Gucci. I it's it's all good. It's, <laughs> it's just natural. That's who he was mainly. This is, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's I mean, that's me. who he works with now. That's who he signed to now. Yeah. That's what his store does thing uh, customization through his Gucci. And was that was that prior to the whole Gucci scandal with that? That was after. Oh. That was after. Yep, after the whole the whole uh, Gucci uh, kick. Yep, they hired them mm, then to yikes. like kind of soften by them. the people. To, you want to call it that? Yeah. Yikes! I don't like they, that. They hired them afterwards to kind of soften there because they did. They did. It was. More, they got caught more than once. It's like the one with the. They had the sweater with the red lips, like the monkey like lips. The 1932 style. Yeah. 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 They had, like, For real. That's real talk. That's real God, talk. That's a fact. And mm-hmm. then they had some other F, uh, F shit they did, and they got caught. And like, I think T.I. and other couple other people like, we're yo, we're, 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 yeah, we're calling them out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they're mm-hmm. like, yo, all right, let's get Dapper Dan on the team and try to... They gave him his own store in Harlem and T.I. Damn, yeah. but we got hella quiet on Gucci after that. You see how easy that is? Yo, you gotta keep the pressure on. That that goes to show you right there. You gotta keep the pressure on. Like you said, too forgiven. You, have, how many people have you seen wear Gucci since it got quote unquote canceled and whatever? Man, I see Gucci. People all wear the it time, again. Man. See what I'm talking about? And people went back to H and M after they called us the coolest monkeys in the jungle. I haven't bought nothing from H and M. I haven't, I haven't rocked any. I wasn't really H&M. even rocking. I, I didn't rock H and M at all. H&M before that, either. I was not really yeah, rocking that at all. So. Nah, they didn't hurt me but, one bit. Yeah, that was that was whatever. That, that Pe- was people still do it though. But people were pro- pe- doing this protest when we were uh, the recent protest. Just mm. recently, there's, mm-hmm. there's celebrities on on the on uh, Instagram saying, "Yo, like you guys are sh- you guys shouldn't hit up Gucci. Like they didn't do nothing. Like defending Gucci, talking about yo, you can't raid Gucci stores. You can't go to the high end stores because it's like." So they're saying Head raid scratching. everything else, but don't yeah, raid like the Gucci. They, they're they're getting mad that people are the protesters and the rioters are are like you know running up in Gucci and stuff like that. Mercedes, like I saw a video of like wow. them burning a Mercedes dealership. I'm like, damn. Wow. I seen people stealing cars from dealerships. Yeah, it's crazy. I actually seen a clip. I believe it was on Wallow's page, or maybe it was Gilly. Actually, maybe it was Gilly the Kid, and it was like a full reel of like black celebrities talking about how it's an even playing field for us. Like, it blew my mind. I don't even want to name some of them, because if I start naming them, it'll get real crazy on this podcast. But do your research. There's, like, he was naming, like, there's a lot of high-level black entertainers and just famous people in general, celebrities. And they Mm. were just, like, literally saying that, yeah, it's it's an even playing field for us. Like, pretty much saying that we shouldn't, we shouldn't feel like we're not on the same level. Like, we have the same opportunities now in this day. But you see how your vision could get so clouded once you see success? Some people gain success and then they just forget about everything that happened prior to that. I'm the sure they didn't feel OJ. that way. Sorry, say that again? The story of OJ. Oh, man. I'm not black, I'm OJ. 444. That knowledge. Come that song. That, 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 was, that was a deep song. That's well, a deep... That's the a, visual, the it's video. It's more relevant than ever. Mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. you get success, you 
Yeah, I don't see color. I'm not black no more. That's yeah, man. Crazy. I'm rich, bitch. Kind of, kind of Terry Crews like. You mean? Oh, I hate to be that what guy. What toxic masculinity? Jeez. Yo, man. The, the thing that messes me up with the Terry Crews thing, and I'm not even gonna, you know, talk about this too long, is Uh-oh. just like. <laughs> I would just say this. I would say this. Just seeing like. Like, knowing Terry Crews for who Terry Crews is and then hearing what happened to Terry Crews, it's just crazy to hear. Yeah. And I'm not even yeah. going yeah. <laughs> to go into that. It's like, but, it's, but it's crazy how much you're willing to take based on opportunity. Mm-hmm. So just because someone can provide you an opportunity to further yourself or further your, like just further yourself in your career... You're not gonna react to them the way you would react to someone else when they disrespect you. Mm. I am sure if someone off the street, and I'm gonna just leave it at that, if someone off the street, I'm not gonna say what happened to dude because it's mad crazy. And then we talking about toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad crazy. But with what happened to him, I just. I, I know if someone in the streets just jumped up and did that to him, it would not have went the same way. It probably wouldn't have, no. Crushed him like a pop can. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely getting yoked up. There's no, there's no Slab way. the fuck up, yeah. There's no way that it, it could never go that way. So for me, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just really shocked at what people are willing to take. Like People will put their, their, their morals and their pride aside. <laughs> Just because someone is, it can block you from opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as much as people people can try to block you from opportunity, as long as you keep going, you never stop. You know what I mean? As, like mm-hmm. you only quit when you stop. Mm-hmm. You know That's what I mean? True. As long, you know how many people they said were dead and gone in this entertainment industry, and they came back. Look at Robert Downey Jr. I was gonna say that. Come on, like there's people that That's a were big one, yeah. drug Iron addicts. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. There's actors that literally um, DUIs hit someone and killed them. Career still went on years and years. Like there's so many very there's various different L's you could take. It's all about if you continued going after the fact. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know what I mean? Facts. So y'all just stay on your hustle, fully focused. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, on that note though, mm-hmm. something else I heard about as well, concerning Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, I was enlightened me about this actually because I didn't really know much about it. Yes. Yeah, I was putting me on to something. What was that y'all was saying? There's supposedly um, a dispute, a legal dispute between his family and the Crips LLC, I believe, in terms of the whole Marathon Continues slogan. Yeah, that that was wild to me. The Crips want it for themselves, or what's the, they trying to get a cut in on the like? What's the? They're just a shade room, pretty much like they're. I guess probably they're pretty much like I guess trying to just take it for themselves. That's my understanding. I'm actually gonna give you guys a little more context shortly. Give me like two. seconds. I feel like maybe they're saying, well, you know, he's a Crip, we're a Crip, we're Crips, like. We can. He probably made this up with us, or that's a probably. They're probably trying to say it's a it's a crip uh, thing. But for me, I go if it was already. When was it made or established? Yeah. Not even the slogan or when you were trying to clone, like do it. Is this? Did you have this business with him and then 
was the slogan under the business, like the legalities of that. If it wasn't like that and then there were prior engagements already made, then I think you should go to the family. This I'm actually going to give you guys a little bit of a better breakdown. Uh, Nipsey Hussle's family has an ongoing legal conflict with Crips LLC over the rights to Hussle's The Marathon Continues slogan. The Crips organization filed some trademarks for the phrase in 2019. One for the clothing and one for the various services. Shortly afterward, they apologized and vowed to back off, saying it would not get into a legal battle with his family. The Crips didn't take any of the action to withdraw its filings, which forced Nip's family to lawyer up and file oppositions to the trademark applications. The Crips LLC didn't fight the opposition to the clothing trademark application by the deadline, so one of the applications was deemed abandoned earlier this month. Oh, shit. I hope that gives you guys a better understanding of what's Actually, going on. Okay. I, I, okay, first of all, mm-hmm. rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. R.P. to Nip, you know for saying? real. And before I go, and I know this is not about this person, but what happened to the dude that shot him? Did, what we we heard we know who he is. They arrested him, but what is he on trial? Like what happened to that? Great question. I do not know. Eric Holder, was yeah, it? I, yeah, I have no. Like that just fell off. Like remember, because when he when he passed, that was the thing. Like that was, and everyone's like, "Yo, this is like, this is crazy." Da, da, da. And they know. found the dude who it was. Found him like in the picture with Nip and all that. Mm. Mm. So I'm like, the energy just left. It's like, yo, where what happened to that dude? Where's the like? Did he get? Is he? Around is your lives the on trial? Like what the I have no got kind of swept idea. under the rug. That is a great question. That maybe he's waiting waiting for trial, trial maybe perhaps. All right. Well, yo, if anyone's listening to this podcast and knows, you know, anything, can you give me some information, please? Like, drop a drop a comment under this and let me know if like if you if you know because I, I I'm I'm genuinely asking because I, I that's yeah that's that's, that's, that's a good question. I, I'd like to know question. too. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, everyone kind of forgot about that a little mm. bit. Touching on that that whole situation, just just do right by the family. I don't think this is really like if it's really about Nip's legacy, this shouldn't be about profit right now. You know what I mean? Like just do right by the family. Like I I don't think that that slogan and that I don't think that should be with anybody but the family. But is there anything that? May, he may have done with the Crips beforehand. Before that's what I was saying. You see, now if they already Legalities. had like a prior legal agreement, but I'm saying that based on the fact that they, in that statement, it said that they vowed to back off. Okay. So with that, that understanding makes me go. You guys kind of knew that you were in the wrong if you're vowing to back off, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you're in the right legally, you're not gonna back off. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's this business. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, it happens every day. So, I don't know. I think you just gotta do right by the family. I feel like may, I feel like maybe he misconstrued it a little bit because I feel like maybe they want to honor his legacy and that given that he was a crip, mm-hmm. they kind of want to say, "Yo, okay, well, yo, this guy, you know, he was a crip," and like it could be misinterpreted, misunderstood as they're trying to take the the, the slogan, but they're trying to maybe just incorporate it into their like their line of business as their crips and he was a crip maybe just to say yo we're honoring gotcha. him you know what I'm, you, you understand my point I'm trying to come from like it could be that as but, well but if it's that I feel like that, sh- that should be an easy conversation with the family mm-hmm. you know what I mean like true like if that's the energy and it's really just about that like 
it should just be a thing like, okay, like we're doing this and we give a certain percentage off to like whatever foundation or, you know what I mean? And nips on or whatever it may be, or we put it in account for his children or mm-hmm. I just think like in death, like I hate when these things get so nasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you know, if nip was here, yeah, this won't be you know what I mean? This like, won't even be happening. And I really hope it's people that were really like rocking with him that went and trademarked that. I mm. really hope it's not just someone on some opportunist type energy. Yeah, I'm trying mm. to come up type. Thing. You know what I mean? I really hope that's not what it is because that super slimy. Yeah, that's never that's never a good a good vibe. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't know. I I I really I don't I don't really feel good about that. Cause it's like, when someone's dead, you just mm. want just let him rest in peace. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. more drama being surrounded around his name, and he's gone. Yeah. If we're talking about him, we should be talking positively or not talking at all. It's facts. They Couldn't sh- agree with you. You agree. know what I mean? Like, I it shouldn't be something where we're having like these legal battles, fighting the family. Like, I like if. If I'm Nip's homie, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to talk on on the Crips LLC because I don't know what the agreement is. Mm-hmm. But I'm speaking from this perspective. If I'm if I'm his homie, and I let's say I have my I have the slogan and all that type of stuff, right? The fam could pretty much say almost anything to me, and I'd be very willing to. Okay, just mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I feel like they're just it's his family. Like I don't understand what. What am I even fighting you over? It's his money. Family. Yeah, I don't, you know, I think it's money. It's money. Street politics is sticky, bro. Like it's the thing about street politics is it could be a a, a layer of things that yeah. they could come and say, oh well, we had disagreement or that some kind of verbal con- like it's just street politics is mad sticky and mm-hmm. and and you, it's so ambiguous. You don't know what's what at times. It's mm-hmm. very vague, like. You know what I'm saying? Only because I don't want to say I don't want to accuse anyone of anything. I'm trying to stay I in the know, middle. Of course, yeah, say, of course. You know, the yeah. are trying to rip them off because we don't mm. know. We don't know. Exactly. We, but but that's, and that's my point. What I'm trying exactly. to say like, we don't know the under politics to this. And like somebody might listen to this, and be like yo, y'all crazy. I don't know, but we don't know. But we're just saying like the possibilities, the possibilities yeah. of what this could be. But one one thing I do know is when it comes to street shit, hey, ah, mm, let them boys go to court and figure that out. But I think. Whoever is whoever is in the right or whatever to do right by Nip's uh, exactly. legacy for mm. who the person Nipsey was, for his impact to life period, not just rap, to everyday life, the impact he left, the legacy he left behind. I feel like yo that should be honored and respected. Of I agree. Let that, let that be. Yeah. Let you know. I agree. And that's my thing. I feel like there shouldn't even be a legal. You shouldn't mm-hmm. even let it get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If this is really to honor him, you know what I mean? Because we're fighting his. Legal battle with his family, like even if they're in the right, I'm sure they know it doesn't look good. It just doesn't look like mm-hmm. the optics of that. It just looks crazy, mm-hmm. right? Like you know what I mean. For anybody, like even even if they have the legal right, mm-hmm. yeah, which I'm, I I think they do because I, it, by the way it sounds it sounds like they trademarked it before they could have, mm-hmm. which it's a business play. Unfortunately, like people. Mm-hmm. People do that. So if we're talking from like, you know what I mean? So if we're talking from a legal standpoint, if they did trademark it and they did did it before the family could, technically it is theirs. Is it, is Mm -hmm. it, is it right? Mm. That could be debated. You know what I mean? But. You know, I feel like I heard the origin stories of where that slogan came from, and I don't remember. I'm ch- I'm trying to think of like recently what, where, or when I've heard about, when I've heard the, what started the slogan or why why like why it's a thing and I don't remember. I'm just like 
I know it's irrelevant. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut yeah. you for that. But like, I'm just like, yo, where did I hear the Marathon. origin story of that of that um that slogan? The marathon continues. Also, oh, there's a backstory. There's as a backstory to it. Okay. I think from Nipsey himself. I did see like an interview clip where they were. Yeah, talking I remember about seeing that, but I just don't remember. I don't remember the context. I don't want to quote it. Yeah. Wrong, yeah. I don't want to say the okay. wrong thing. But I'm just, next. Maybe I'll correct myself on the next uh, podcast we have. I'll probably insert that in there, but. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I know I remember seeing something. I just don't remember the ex- particulars, the exacts of what you said. You know. Got you, got you. But on that note, we'll wrap up another amazing episode of the Politics as Usual podcast. It's the boy Reno Capo Top Dog, and we gone. If you're looking for any updates regarding our podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at usual underscore podcast and on instagram it's politics as usual cast also for episodes you can find us on spotify google Podcasts, and apple